0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <laughs> Pregnant ladies and little kids better get the hell out of the way because I'm running. I'm just, I'm like Forrest Gump,
1: dude. I am running, it, so... The Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean, but that
0: didn't mean it was unsinkable. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Look. I want you to use the U's ombudsman in a sentence. I got one for
2: you. Yes. My name is Kevin, the official ombudsman of oh, <laughs> <laughs> the Podcast. You like apples? <laughs> Welcome back into another edition of the Just Press Play Pod. We what got up? the normal crew. We got LJ Pops. What's going on, guys? All you know. going. All going. You know, we are recording this. I believe this, I don't know what date this will come out. So actually, I'm not going to say, but yeah, do, you know we are recording
1: this. Is the problem there?
2: <laughs> <laughs> we are recording this as of Labor Day. So while a lot of you guys, you know, are recovering after a. A tough weekend, all you guys and girls out there. The Just Press Play Pod, we are grinding through. Yep. Sucking it we, up.
0: Yep. Sucking it no, up. We're, here. We're,
2: we're playing through the pain. A, off. a blister on our foot. We're not Antonio Brown. We're playing through it. Our <laughs> helmets fit. Our feet feel fine. And we're here. <laughs> and speaking of Antonio Brown and of the course. Raiders, there's a lot of new faces all over the place when it comes to the NFL, but there's not a new face when it comes to where we're putting money down. Well, I want to talk about the presenting sponsor of. The Just Press Play pod, and that is my bookie. My bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. They have better bonuses, more prop bets than any other sportsbook. Period. And this year, my bookie is hosting the first online handicapping super contest, with first place guaranteed to win at least one hundred thousand dollars. That just sounds like a lot of money. One hundred thousand. That just sound. I mean, that just feels good to say. Even let alone if I can win it, you know, that's, that's well, yeah, it's fair nuts. amount. Of money. But that's a fair amount of money. Cool new contests we are doing over at my bookie, and my bookie's just it's the best. It's the only one I would recommend to to our listeners. It's the only betting service that I would recommend, and that it's always the right play. You bet, you win. They pay. My bookie has live in game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for all you fantasy guys out there, Uncle Tone's ears just perked up a little bit. <laughs> You can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. So, like, you think Joe Flacco might actually throw a touchdown for the Broncos today? You can bet the over on that nine points that he might have set for whatever. But, so right now, if you join my bookie, you can get up to $200 in free bets if you use the promo code CHAIR. That is chair as in, like, what we're sitting in right now to record this amazing podcast for you. If you put, if you visit We're my bookie to online today, heavy. that's M Y B O O K I E, and enter the promo code Chair when creating your account, That's C H A I R, you can get up to two hundred dollars in free bets. You bet, you win, you get paid over at my bookie. All right before since we we brought up my book here let's go ahead and help out the listeners and yeah. I, I, I figured you know the, the season finally kicks off Thursday we, we've probably said football is back I think a hundred times in the yeah. past two months which yeah. we did get to see some good college football that was that was fun to see but we got NFL kicking getting into gear on Thursday so I figured we could run through some divisions and kind of pick our division winners kind of rapid fire what you what do
1: you guys think right. you like that yeah I'm into that yeah, yeah let's do it I'm ready
2: all right, let's start over in the AFC, and I figure we'll just start in North and kind of go around the compass, you know, Northeast, Southwest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So we'll start in AFC North, which is on a, actually one of the more intriguing divisions in my opinion. And yeah. we'll, we'll we'll just start off with you, L. We'll go with you first. Who do you got winning the AFC North?
1: I Man, I don't really like anybody totally in this division. I think the Browns are going to regress. So I'm going to go with just the Ravens. Do you think, to you think the out? Browns regress? Yeah, I do. Mm. Interesting. I, do. I just don't think I don't know. They they're too volatile right now. And so they're either going to go uh, we're going to spend too long on me talking about the Browns already, but they're either going to go like 15 and 1 or 1 and 15. Like I don't see them going mediocrely 8 and 8 and I think the cards are more stacked in the yeah, okay season. Well, and and so. we
2: know, Dad. We know there's one team in the AFC North that LJ definitely wasn't about to pick to win that <laughs> edition.
0: Yeah, no doubt. The so, only other team so that's going to compete against the Browns. That, yeah, that. Team.
2: So, so quickly we were knocking <laughs> off teams off who could win for LJ. So no Browns. He's <laughs> off the Browns. He's going with the Ravens. Interesting pick. Hardball's still sticking around. Lamar Jackson. Yep. Pops, what about you? I know there's been some love. But those guys in brown, for you just talking football, what who you got winning the AFC North?
0: Well, I did. I stepped out there, and I do have the Browns and a little bit of an upset over the Steelers, who I know LJ wanted right. to pick. The Steelers <laughs> are oh the Steelers. Uh, I, that's yeah. a team. That's an organization. <laughs> I think it's going. I think it's going to be between the Browns and the Steelers, and I think it'll come down towards the last couple of weeks of the season. Um, I'm anxious to. I'm anxious to see how the Browns play, and I think the Steelers are going to be, be interesting. Good, so,
1: I agree. Well, without the last. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, the, the, the Browns
2: intrigue. The, the Browns intrigue me a ton. Like I can't wait to watch them. But I'm with LJ. I, I can't. I honestly can't wait to see if like they start out zero and three, and just to see. How that locker
1: room? Uh,
0: they could implode. Reacts. I mean, they, it yeah. is yeah. very possible they implode.
1: Yeah, they could
2: be amazing. Like I just said, they could be fifteen and one and look fantastic, or all of a sudden they're zero and two and Odell Beckham's calling out everybody. Everybody, and, yeah. And, yeah, it's possible. <laughs> and who knows? We might have a Hugh Jackson sighting. Never, you never know. But <laughs> I think um, I was torn on this one. I was kind of with the the Ravens and Steelers for the two I was going to go with. I think I'm going to go Ravens because I'm kind of all in the oh, Lamar man. Jackson bus. I kind I can't wait to see him in year two. With the full yeah. offseason as the starter, so that that's how I'm going there. We'll switch next to the AFC East, and I think this one should be pretty quick. Pops, we'll go with you first for
0: this one. Who you got in this one? I got the Pats, but watch the Jets. That's all. Ah, that's all I'll you're, say.
2: You're, so, so you're kind of you're you're bending the the corner of the page on the Jets. Like you you read
0: over that one and you been it. You want to go back to yeah. that page? Maybe you kind of th- want to check in on it, but. I think people are kind of sleeping on Le'Veon Bell is still a badass running back. And I think he's got a quarterback that's got another year under his belt. He's got a guy that can stretch the field. I think they got a pretty good defense. I think the Jets could make some waves. But I'm, I'm picking the Patriots. I am picking the Patriots.
2: Well, I mean, it's hard not to. LJ, I'm guessing you're going same or do or, or you got a curveball so, for us?
1: I'm, I'm definitely being led more by hate than by love um, <laughs> in these picks. Uh, so I'm going to go with Buffalo. Okay. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm going with Buffalo. Um, eventually, we're going to say this: the uh, Patriots are not going to win the division, and we're going to be right one day. Do you really? Not, not, show, not since, since I've been more. alive,
0: or barely. Well, I think maybe <laughs> um,
1: when number twelve retires, LJ. <laughs> maybe so, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep trying. And the reason I like the Bills is because. Uh, They've got a, a rookie running back uh, who edged uh, Shady out of the team completely. And I think that's really interesting. They've also got, you know, Frank Gore and TJ Yeldon. So they've Frank got Gore will never
2: of speaking of Tom Brady is a guy that'll never go away. Frank Gore is never going, yeah, away. never going. And away. And he just away. Yeah. keeps
1: yeah. on trucking. Yeah, that's yep. So I'm uh, I'm going to pick them. We'll see what so happens. So
0: LJ is all aboard the Josh Allen train. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> who, now, who is that running back? Who, who is that running back? There? Uh, Devin Singletary. Singletary. I thought, okay, Singletary. He is. He is interesting. And I saw Shady was cut. Uh, yeah. They also signed
2: up, so. T.J. Yeldon. Now, not think he got cut. So I think no, he's still on the team. The writing on the wall was for someone to get cut from there. And one I, of those I don't guys. Know. It sounded like Shady had kind of worn out his welcome well, there.
1: Yeah. Well, and and when the coach says, you know what, we don't need Lashawn McCoy. I mean, you got to be pretty good. You got to be pretty good to make them think that, even if he is a headache. So. One of
2: one of, and we might mention. Well, I'm sure their name will get mentioned a little bit. But one of the f- Shady's former coaches decided he still had some gas maybe in the tank with Andy Reid. So I'm, I'm sure we'll get in the Chiefs and, and Lashawn McCoy going there in a little bit. But yeah, AFC East, right there. I not with you, LJ, but I, I, Patriots <laughs> win AFC East every year. They get four guaranteed wins going against usually going against the Jets and Dolphins. The Jets, I'm with Dad. Could be a little better. I think the Bills are going to be competitive, but still. The Dolphins 10 and six. are a mess, so that's the, easy. The Dolphins are a train wreck. That like <laughs> yes. even even yes. Sam Hinkie's watching some of the trades they're doing, go, man, they're taking tanking a little too far this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so yeah, I'm going Pat's. It, it, I'm gonna I'm gonna like yeah, I said, I fair. think on the last pod or pod before, I'm gonna get, I've already been wrong on Tom Brady too many times, so I'm just gonna get be wrong when I say he wins and he retires. So Yeah. Yeah. All right. AFC South. This one intrigues me because I I think it was – a most most people were taking the Colts and Andrew Luck, but as we talked last week, he no longer quarterbacks the Indianapolis Colts. So, <laughs> now, now we're wide open in the AFC South. So, Pops, who you got? Texans,
0: going with the – Houston Texans. You,
2: you, you've always
0: been you, –
2: since Deshaun Watson got
0: in, you've always been a little intrigued by I like Deshaun Watson. This is his third year now. Um, I, that, did they get that left tackle situation sewn up? I mean, I've been out of it this week. I weekend, think we're going to so. get
2: into it in a little bit, but – yeah, they traded for Laramie Tunsil. They traded Jadavion Clowney yeah. to the is Seahawks. Tunstall,
0: is Tunstall the uh, the uh, breathing apparatus at the draft or whatever? <laughs> if it is that's that. what you call it, <laughs> <Yeah>. the <laughs> gas mask <laughs> or, or, or breathing apparatus <laughs> yeah. or, or whatever you're calling yeah, it's it.
1: It's the same as Kevin's breathing treatments when he was a little boy, right? <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing he was doing. Well, I think it was he different medicine. Of his
0: I think it was different medicine in there. That <laughs> oh, was different? Okay. <laughs> uh, well, maybe. Yeah, Kevin's that is Tunstall, and
2: they traded a lot for him. But, yeah, so they maybe fixed that up. Interesting to see what they do at running back with Lamar Miller going out. Speaking of yeah, Lamar Miller, it. I did want to bring up, we talked last week, uh, Dad brought up that Uncle Tony in their draft had the inside scoop on Lamar Miller's injury and decided not right, to tell right. anybody and go ahead and take Duke Johnson, which at the time seemed early until everyone realized, oh, crap, Lamar Miller's out. That's a hell of a pick. <laughs> yeah. Dad, I think last week you mentioned that he had the inside scoop with a little app and um, – Actually, I learned from the the younger green, Uh-oh. Prestige Worldwide actually hit me up. It was like that little uh, inside scoop that Uncle Tone had was actually just a text from Jacob. From Jacob?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Everybody
1: needs to get the Prestige Worldwide app right now. <laughs> yeah,
2: we need the app because Prestige Worldwide hit the, the notification over to, to Tone saying, hey, just a heads up, Lamar Miller just probably <laughs> towards ACL. And the very next pick in the draft for y'all was... Dude, uh, Johnson. Johnson
0: at the Texans. <laughs> yeah. So
2: I just thought it was interesting that Prestige Worldwide hit me up to go, hey, just to let you know that inside scoop that Uncle Tony had was just a text from your boy. So, not a else?
0: shock, not a shock. I think Uncle Tony told me that was a subscription service. So, but you know what? <laughs> well, He's probably paid something for that. Yeah, one yeah. way or another. So,
2: <laughs> all right. So, before we got a little sidetracked, so Dad's going Texans in the AFC South. LJ, what say you on the AFC South?
1: Uh, I'm going to go with the Colts still. Oh, ah, you're going okay. with Jacoby Bris- Brisket. Yeah, Mr. Brisket himself. Yeah, Did you I see the Colts just signed
2: uh, um, Brian Hoyer to be the backup quarterback? So literally, New England's ex-quarterback room is now in Indianapolis. <laughs> That's
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true.
2: So you just yeah. think, you, uh, it sounds like you think Brissett's not, I mean, obviously he's not Andrew Luck, but you don't think it's that, because there's talent all over that roster. Like, That's people what I are saying say, it's I a think Super the, Bowl the roster. The
1: team is good. I, I don't trust Bill O'Brien. I don't trust the Jaguars. The Titans are always a good candidate to quietly do something pretty decent, but um, I don't know. I just trust what the Colts have more. I think they've been making moves in the right direction. I hate that it ended for Luck that, well, ended, ended for us with Luck that way. I'm happy that Luck's making the right decision for himself, but um, I still think that team's going to be good, um, and I think they'll squeak away in that division. Uh, that's interesting. I, I do think you're right. I think the division's going to be really tight, and it
2: comes down to what quarterback or what coach do you trust. And yeah. we've already seen Frank Reich de- dealt pretty well with quarterback injuries and backup quarterbacks at one point when Nick Foles is winning yeah. the Super Bowl. So yep, who I'll knows? And, and it's not like they just traded for like, – I think everyone's memory of Brissett is when he came, and they literally traded for him like right before the season started, and he started for Luck. This year yeah. he's been there for a while. He knows the offense. Yeah, I think they knew sure this then. luck possibility was happening for a while. So that will that will be interesting. I wanted to ask you guys because we didn't do it last time. So just a quick tangent on a percent chance, and I'll, I want to go with you first, El, since you're picking the Colts. But a percent chance right. that Andrew Luck plays another down of NFL football.
1: Mm, I mean, I think it's low. I think it's like uh, I don't think it's zero. Uh, we'll go with like fifteen.
2: Let me double check. I think – so I was talking to uh, – it was in the same conversation. I was talking to Prestige Worldwide, and I asked him his his thoughts on it, and I think he told me – yeah, he said 0% chance luck plays another down. Hmm. And you said I what – you said 0 a bit extreme, but – You said 20? 15. 15, okay. 15.
0: He said 15. If yeah. you asked me, I think I'd say 20 – 20. I'd say 20%. One in five.
2: And, and we're all pretty close. I'm a little bit lower than you guys. I think 10%, but I – I do think, and Dad mentioned this when we first talked about it. The Colts let him keep a lot of money, which does them no good, other than just keeping the door know, open, keeping the graces with them clean. And because we've already seen with Calvin Johnson, it, that like every time the rumors come up that Calvin Johnson may or may not return, it ends up turning into f the Lions. They tried to keep his signing bonus, and he's never going to play for them again. So I think the Colts are like, yeah, it, it, it's worth taking the bite, biting the bullet, and paying that 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 I think it was fifteen to twenty million dollars. Just in right. case a year goes by and Andrew Luck goes, I missed the game. So. Yeah, and he might. So, um, my AFC South, Vic, it looks like we're all different this year on the AFC South. I'm going with the Jags. I think a bounce okay. back. I think Leonard neck could have a big year. We kind of forgot about him. Right. Nick Foles, it's, I don't BDN. know if Nick Foles is great, but he's better. He's better. Yeah. BDN. We'll just go with that. BD.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> I, th- I think uh, Nick Foles has got to be better than Blake Bortles, and there's still yeah. talent on the defense and on the uh, and yep. on the offensive side. I, I'm interested to see what they can do. And I just think that division's wide open. I don't trust Bill O'Brien, as mm-hmm. LJ said, mm-hmm. and I just need to see more from Brissette before I pick him to win it all. So, yep. Yep. Moving on to the uh, last division in the AFC, and I think this one, well, it depends who you ask. LJ may have a different view, but I think mm-hmm. this one's a pretty easy call. It's kind of like the I AFC agree. East where you should know who's going to win it.
1: LJ yep. agrees. LJ, who you got winning the AOC West? The Denver Broncos. No question about it. I'm glad you guys agree. We can move on to the <laughs> NFC North now. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: So LJ's all in. Joe Flacco. This is the Super Bowl. Joe Flacco. He's back. I
1: bro. mean, do we need to discuss it at all? I think we can just move on, right? We're good. <laughs> Bob said, well, uh, "Are you in agreement?" LJ made to like no, no.
0: Surprisingly, here. I'm not in agreement. Uh, but I think I'm still going to shock you too, though. I'm going to go the Chargers. I, I think that, the Chargers are my number two. I think yeah, the Chargers have a what shot at this. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> should, I mean, I Andy Reid has a he
2: has a habit of. Of I mean, winning the division. Now he will lose in the, well, in the playoffs. You're, you're right about that.
0: He, he does win the division. You're right, but I, <laughs> I'm going to stick with I'm going to stick with the Chargers this year. I think this is kind of uh, Philip Rivers' last to rob. I think he does it Agreed. this year. Hunter Henry better come around. They better get Gordon in the in the in the stable, and they got a shot. But
2: yeah, I mean they don't have the running back. I, I honestly don't know what they're doing at left tackle because I think Russell Okung is for sure out. So they might – well, every year they like to bring Antonio Gates back. And at this age, he's probably he big enough to play, play left tackle. Left tackle. <laughs> yeah. so, so you know point. what? Maybe, <laughs> maybe Antonio Gates will be defend, or, uh, blocking for Philip Rivers' blind. So so, he'll, no. just,
1: he'll, he'll line up backwards and just <laughs> block him out. That's what he'll do. He'll, so, he'll box him out of the out of the. Uh, – <laughs>
2: It'll be just like he's back at Kent State playing basketball.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so would I pencil Kevin in for the Raiders? Go ahead and just pencil you in for the writers, Kev.
2: So, no, I actually – I guess I didn't realize this was the long shot pick for the AFC West, but I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, okay. Patrick Mahomes, and then that's all I need to say. Okay.
0: Um, okay. All right.
2: Moving on, I do think there's some interest in that other – that fourth team in the division we didn't mention, but I think they might come up in a little bit. So, uh let's go on to, like LJ said, since there's total agreement in the AFC West, <laughs> we'll move on to the NFC North, which also – I think there's a lot of possibilities here. Uh, I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna start out for yeah, this you one. Go first. I'm gonna go with the Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers. He's okay. final, he's playing on two I legs this year. He's not like holding this little like hissy fit with his coach and being a drama queen. He actually maybe has a coach he enjoys. I like the Packers to to win that
0: division. Pops, what do you got for the NFC North? I'm gonna go with the Vikings, but I've got a little asterisk by the Lions. I think the Lions could make some noise. Really, but but I'm going with the Vikings. Yes, I'm going with the Vikings. You see, I'm. T- Totally opposite with you on the lines. I think they are just a yeah, train wreck
2: waiting to happen. It's a, reach it's, it's replacing
1: the division right there. It's but really... I
2: do the Vikings are interesting. Like last year, a lot of people were picking them to win the Super Bowl, and and we just they're pretty much bringing the same roster
1: back. They just well, that's of, what they could afford to do with uh, Cousins' contract. So
2: because <laughs> they're giving uh, everything guaranteed to old Kirky Kirk, so we'll yep. see what happens there. Mister Mediocre, LJ,
1: who are you going with on <laughs> on the NFC North? <laughs> I'm also going to go with the Vikings because oh, I, thought, I think I
2: thought the Shawtown would come out of LJ.
1: Well, you know, here's the deal: is they lost. Uh, I think the key to their uh, success is the key uh, to their head coaching West. the Broncos, who are going right. to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. <So>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, no, I just I I do think that uh, the hype is high, and that defense had a lot to do with his brain. The offense is still like unstable. It's not. It's not unbelievable, and their special teams is a mess right now we'll see if they get it fixed and figured out but special teams makes a big difference um minnesota i think kirk is underrated like super underrated um i think he's very properly rated but go ahead (laughs) and uh and i'm not really sure about green bay's weaponry um outside of having maybe the best quarterback playing but um it's yeah yeah. so i'm going minnesota
2: you know i do I, i do agree with you on i think that Vic Vangio loss for the for the Bears is going to be like we 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 think of like when a big player leaves that'll hurt the yeah. defense. I that defense is good. Obviously, we know Khalil Mack, and there's a lot of talented players on the defense, but I think a lot of it was Vangio's system. And I think you'll see. Yeah. I don't obviously I don't think Denver's gonna win the AFC West like somebody on this <laughs> podcast does, but that defense is gonna be really good. When you give Fangio two good edge rushers, it'll be fun to watch. Yeah. But that division, I, I think it's a toss up between the Packers and Vikings. I think the Lions are just a train wreck waiting to happen, and I'm with LJ. I think the line, uh, yep. the Bears. There's a little the Kool Aid's really sweet, and we'll see if it it lives up to it. In the mm-hmm. NFC East, a division that always is close to some of our hearts in this on this pod, <laughs> we have. We'll go with you, Pops. I want to see if you're like LJ and, and you've been listening too much local radio. Who do you got winning the NFC East?
0: I'm going with, the, with those damn, cowboys. I'm, those, with those, those damn cowboys. cowboys. I'm going with those damn Cowboys. I'm going with those damn Cowboys. I just realized Dad loves the teams that don't have
2: a running back currently on the roster. Yeah. <laughs> he, just, yeah. he loves holdout running backs. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, oh
2: man. Is, so just your, your Cowboys. Is there anything in particular you wanted? Like why you think the Cowboys are going to actually?
0: Um, uh, I mean, I do think that Jason Witten brings leadership back. I think they have a pretty good defense. Uh, well, I can't. I they wish I could J- be a fly on the wall for their film rooms. They so got, so got Jalen Smith signed, pretty decent. Room. What are you talking about? You want to be a fly on the wall for what?
2: For for the film room when Jason they have Jason Witten, one of the best analysts of all time, <laughs> yeah. back there in oh the <laughs> just yeah. commenting yeah. on it. <laughs> no, I I. I, I, I Kind of hopefully BSing with you, but there's a leadership, and you like some of the defensive talent. Is that well,
0: I say? do, but but I say I do think Dak Prescott. I mean, I think him working maybe without Zeke. I mean, it's going to be on his back. Let's see. Let's see if he's got it or not. He's playing for a contract. I think Amari Cooper is the real deal. I think they're going to get Zeke back. I think they're and, and when they do, they're going to be hard to handle. They've got a good line. I think Pollard can probably do it a week or two, but they better get Zeke back. And I thought there was some kind of deal. Start. There was something said this weekend. Did anything happen? So this there? is
2: dangerous. Recording this at, at the time that we are, when it could end up being released. But as of the time we were recording this, which is a uh, Labor Day, late late afternoon, early evening, they were getting closer, still apart, still okay. far apart, but getting much closer. It's, and a lot of people heard, thought yeah. they would get it done by this weekend. We'll see. Obviously, but LJ, who do you got? Do you, are you with LJ, kind of riding the Cowboys wave, or are you just laughing at us, uh, us Cowboys so, fans, just? Here, what here's what doing? I think is
1: going to happen is I think the entire division is going to miraculously go six and ten. And then they're going to have to look to all the tiebreakers and they're going to be tied in every tiebreaker. And then they're going <laughs> to flip a coin to just decide the winner and it's going to land on its side. And they're just going to decide Meh, no one wins and they'll give three <laughs> NFC wild card spots out. OK, that's what I think is going to happen.
2: Well, I need to look now to see who the Cowboys play week 17, because I could have never uh, let me look. I can tell you Redskins. Red, okay, well, see, it's hard to, t- to think that it's going to come down between them and the Redskins for the division because yeah, I think the Redskins are
1: going to suck unlikely. this year. <laughs> well, but it'll
0: come down to that game, whether they get in the playoffs or not against Philly, probably. Or whether, yeah. Whether yeah. It's yeah.
1: Philly on week was, 16, they'll lose that to tie up the division up. and then have to, have the have to beat card. the Redskins. Okay. they have to beat a beatable Redskins team to get in, and they will struggle to do that possibly until the last second of the fourth quarter. So I am with that to an extent. I do think – I think Dak actually is going to have a great year.
2: I can't I, – I'm excited to see what Kellen Moore brings to offense because I think finally him as offense coordinator – it could be a train wreck, but I think he's finally – it's going to be creative, and Jason Garrett's going to quit just going, let's run, 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 and then when it's third and long, throw a pass play. So it will be interesting to see what they do when they get a little more interesting. But to win that division – if you look at talent on the roster, the Cowboys have a lot of talent. It's interesting because they don't usually draft well, but all of a sudden, when Jerry Jones didn't draft and they did, ha- they they have amassed a lot of Something talent. Changed, yeah. But the Eagles, they have, I think, just as much talent, and they've actually done it. We've seen them win a Super Bowl. We've seen their coach win a Super Bowl. I think Carson Wentz. is Yeah, really we're going to see which
1: Carson Wentz we get this year. I think, and that's going to make a big difference in that in that uh, division.
2: I think it really. Com- I think it comes down to that division because I think the Giants and Redskins are both going to be really bad, but I think. We'll it, it, it's going to come out. down to Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott, and a lot I will help. So. Like like Dad said, a lot will help if Zeke comes back, and all of a sudden Dak has his has his yeah. his riding mate. But I think I'm going Eagles. I'm going Eagles in that one, but I, I think it's going to come was, down I, the, I as was, we just yeah, said, was, week seventeen. It's going to come down to week seventeen. We already know, <laughs> and we'll just see what happens then. <laughs> uh, moving on down the NFC. Did LJ make got, a pick?
0: Did, oh, he, oh yeah, his nobody. pick was no pick. Okay, right. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, tie and the coin flips. On, so. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: All
2: right, <laughs> NFC South. Uh, this division is known for, uh, no. I, don't, I still think it's, like, I don't know how many years in a row, but no team ever wins back-to-back years. And the Saints won it last year. Our, Dad, are you going with the favorite again? No, actually, pause your thought, Dad. We're going with LJ to start off this one.
1: Just saying, I want to check that information, make sure it's true. See, that's why we need,
2: see, when LJ says this, that's why he always sounds so smart, Dad. Because we just, we just like, yeah, Dad, LJ must be saying the truth. He must have checked it. Yeah. And then me and you're.
1: Well, but you did say it. The way you said it, Kevin, is I think it could be, maybe, let's see how long it was. So, yeah, it's confidence. It's confidence. Uh, Let's see. Saints won it back to back for the last two years. And the Panthers won it back-to-back from 13 to 15. <laughs> so, okay. so, so it was this. completely worthless.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. either way, either way,
1: whether whether
2: you, you should, one, this should teach you just to take everything I say with a grain of salt. <laughs> Two, it's tough it to win this division back-to-back, but it's happened a few times here recently. So <laughs> do you think that trend continues, LJ, and the, Saints, know, and the Saints win it again? What do you got?
1: I kind of think, I don't really want to say, I think the Falcons win this division, Because I think it's do or die for them, and they recognize that. I don't think Breeze – I think I like Breeze. I don't think he's going to have as great of a season as he's had in the past. And um, I still don't trust their defense. I don't care what they do to try to plug holes. It's just I don't trust it. The Saints defense or – Yeah, Saints defense.
2: All right, Pops, what do you think? He's totally out
1: on the Drew Breeze. Well uh – I'm totally out. Just don't think they win the division.
0: I really think this division, especially, is is Cam healthy? Is uh well, we I don't, don't think know. he's healthy. Shoulder.
1: They
2: said he's playing week one, but that doesn't mean he's healthy. Okay. He played a lot of last year and wasn't. If healthy. If, yep.
0: if Cam is anything to to what he has been, I just, I think this is maybe the most difficult d- division to choose because I think yeah. you got the Falcons, the Panthers, and the Saints and the Bucks. I mean, with the quarterback whisperer, I just who knows. So I really am excited to watch this division play. But, yes, I'm picking the Saints again. I think Drew Brees can do it. I think he's got, I think, the best running back in the NFL behind him in Kamara. I think Latavius Murray is is different enough than Mark Ingram. I think it'll complement. I think they'll complement each other better than Ingram. And then they signed Michael Thomas. And, hell, Uh, Ingram and
2: Kamara complement each other really well. And you're saying better than that?
0: Yeah, no, I think better. I think Latavius Murray, for. I I just kind of feel like he complements – he won't take as many carries away from I think Kamar will be on the field more. But when Murray gets on the field, he will be able to do something with it. I, I just he'll get more playing time for Kamar and yeah. that's a good thing. I guess that's what I'm getting to, long story yeah. short.
2: Well, and I don't know if I'm necessarily agreeing with you on Kamar being the best running back, but as far as explosive players and guys that you just want the ball in his hand, however you do it, like He's right yeah. there. And I think yeah. Sean Payton's the kind of guy where he's going to find a way to get him the ball in creative spots. It's not going to be just Agreed. running the ball, throwing, put him at receiver, all over the place. Um, this division, to me, I'm with y'all. It's tough. I think the two toughest divisions were the AFC North and the NFC South. AFC North more yeah. because I think every team's probably mediocre. And this division, because I think every team's really good. I really think – I could see the Panthers, If like Dad said, if Cam Newton's healthy, I could see the Panthers making a Super Bowl run I can see, obviously, the Saints, if Drew Brees doesn't drop off, making a Super Bowl run. Falcons, I think yeah. they were hurt a, a lot last year, especially on yeah. defense. Yeah, Man, I think they could mm-hmm. easily make a run. And I'm with that. I'm buying all – Buccaneers' defense is going to suck. But I think Winston may throw 20 interceptions, but I think he could throw like 35 touchdowns in a shit ton of yards and put up a yeah. lot of points. So Definitely this whole division is tough. I'm going to roll with the Falcons. I think I'm with LJ. I don't like him to win a Super Bowl or anything, but I just Agreed. think I think the defense is better. That offense is still – I don't think Matt Ryan's elite elite, but he's right below. He is right below the elite elite class, and he has some hell of a good weapon. I mean, we all know Julio Jones is good. Calvin Ridley, Devontae Freeman yep. if he's healthy. Austin Hooper is a good tight end. Sanu, right. Sanu. They could yep. be good. Yeah, I'm going to go Falcons. I kind of wanted to be a wild card because I think there's always a weird division winner, and I thought about this being my weird division and saying the Bucks win it. But, Buffalo. but
0: yeah,
2: LJ. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to say. All right, moving on. So we're we're me and LJ are in agreement in that division. I think that might be the only time we've agreed so far. Um, now moving on to the NFC West. Uh, we know the Rams have been running this division for a little while now, for the, at least since Sean McVay got there.
1: LJ, what say you
2: on the West Coast for the NFC?
1: Well, I think this one's also hard because the 49ers were really not sure what we've got there because they were so hurt last yeah, year. Yeah, they're just
2: an enigma wrapped up in a conundrum. I have no idea what's yeah. <laughs> happening.
1: Totally <laughs> well, exactly. Agree. So, yes. so, um, I mean, we know that the Rams are good. We know that the Rams are like, there's no question about it. I think the Seahawks just got a lot better. Um, and the 49ers are an enigma wrapped up, wrapped up in a conundrum. Um, <laughs> but I think I like that enigma uh, to be the division winner. It's really? It's kind of a shot. But I do like them. I like what they've got going on. I think they've made good uh, – uh, uh, Bosa, right? Yes, Uncle Tony. I mean, Bosa's going to – If he ever I plays. I going to revitalize that defense. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think they're going to be good, though, genuinely.
2: I, you have seen – I don't know for sure if has actually completed a pass to his team yet in the, in the preseason. <laughs>
1: in the preseason, yeah. He, well, He throws a lot, lot a more preseason. to the other team
2: than he does his team so far. Especially against your Broncos. He's the
1: opposite of Nathan Peterman. Okay, so – he is the I look bad in things that mean nothing and look good in games. That's always been okay. his thing. Whereas Nathan Peterman's great in preseason, great in practice, and then shows up for the regular season and doesn't know how to play football anymore. So, well, interesting.
2: Did you see Garoppolo had? Like, it was an article a few. I think it was like a week or two ago. They were asking about how he's throwing a bunch of picks and stuff, and he threw out an. He threw out this thing. It was like, well, actually. I throw a lot of picks because in the preseason I don't care, and I'm trying to test what receivers can do what, and that's why I'm throwing these balls that aren't that great. It sounds good, but it also sounds like, you know you know what everybody like has I and they always say. sting? <laughs> Buttholes and excuses, and it's what it sounds like <laughs> from old Jimmy G. But last year I was all on the hype with Jimmy G, and then he tore his ACL. I, it could be a two-year injury. Sometimes those ACLs, I feel like, they don't step into yeah. throws, so I'm a little I'm hesitant on the 49ers. I'm interested in them, but hesitant. I'm going to that division. I'll I'll go ahead and go last, possibly. in that division, I'm going to go with a little bit of a shocker. I no. think the Seahawks. I think okay. eh, after yeah, trading think for Jadavion Clowney, I really like that that trade. And Russell young, Wilson, and they were is, good
1: young last year.
2: Yeah, I, I'm interested interested to see what the departure of Doug Baldwin with him retiring. I just yeah. kind of think he was kind of the heart and soul of he that matters, team yeah. and, and between him and Earl Thomas I felt like they were the heart and soul and leadership of both offense and defense and just that team and now they're out of both of them so we'll see what happens but it's kind of like same reason I picked the Eagles we've seen Pete Carroll win a Super Bowl at this team before and they have to me the best quarterback in in the division so that's I'm going Seahawks to win it all
0: or win it that division not win it all but win that division pops what about you Real quick, why did Doug Baldwin retire? I mean, he was not too old. He wasn't well, hurt, was he? I mean, he only made one decent contract. He didn't he make a lot of Also,
2: you know where he went to school? The same place that the other recent departure, Andrew Luck. They both went to school at Stanford. So Stanford. maybe it was, a, I've made enough money. It's not worth the injuries. It's not worth it. He's 30 years old. I, he never got that huge
0: deal, Pops, like you're saying. But he got a good one. He got a really solid deal. But he well, probably didn't and, even play that out, did he? I don't even think he played that contract out that he was in. And also, I think go ahead, L.
1: Well, I think something worth noting is that the Seahawks have proven that they don't really like giving the big deal. Yeah. And so he'd have to get it somewhere else. And is he really willing to put his body on the line to maybe make nothing out of it if he gets hurt in this year or something like that? Yeah, so. and,
2: and you got to see, it's, I think it's just piggybacking off what LJ just said. Look at what he just saw in his own locker room with Cam Chancellor. We've mentioned him before on the pod where – his career derailed so fast due to spinal and neck injuries. Yeah. And then Earl Thomas, we saw the way it, it's a business. I mean, they he he kept playing even though he didn't have his long term deal and broke his leg and Baldwin thought that could be me.
0: You know, know, you know Baldwin wasn't certainly uh, the guy that quit at halftime or anything like that <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, or retired at halftime. But it, I, I just think that was another one of those odd retirements that kind of got swept under the the radar a little bit because I thought, wow, I, I really thought Baldwin had two or three really big years still in him and, and probably did, did the smart thing.
2: Yeah. Um, and it, him retiring opens the door up for Tyler Lockett. I think it's now it's, – he, yeah. he's the receiver there. We'll see what happens. How big
0: is Lockett? Is Lockett decent I, size? I don't is believe,
2: he, while LJ looking up, I think he's, he's like 510,
0: 511, 180. I was guy guessing 511,
2: but he's kind of one of those, to me, he's one of those Steve Smith kind of guys where he just plays a little bigger than he is. But yeah, well, Steve I think he's probably
0: 270. How much? Okay. 511, 170. Okay, we were close. But still, 170, yeah. that's not, that's slight for NFL, but. Um, I just you think asked I don't, and LJ, this
2: might be another thing to look up, and I hate to keep giving you things to look up, but I, I hope download. Brian Schottenheimer's gone because I think the only reason they didn't, the only reason they didn't meet the Cowboys in the playoffs was because Brian Schottenheimer made Russell Wilson play not only with one hand behind his back, but his right hand. Like he made him play with his dominant <laughs> hand behind his back. So if they actually let Russell Wilson, who may be the best quarterback in the league, I don't, I'm not saying I'm choosing him to be the best quarterback, but he's in the conversation.
1: Yeah, he's a winner. So. Well, Schottenheimer's there, so.
2: Well, okay. hmm. I'm still choosing him. Pops, the, I can't believe we've we've done this much a, a NFC West talk and no one's brought up the defending
0: NFC champion, I'll do that. Rams, or, I'll or, do okay, that. good. Will you be I'll there? Okay. That. Yeah, I'll, I'm <laughs> not going to pick the Cardinals. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, I'll pick the Rams. I, I, You know, the Rams still have Aaron Donald up front. I, I'm really interested to see what Gurley is this year. I just have no idea what to expect of Todd Gurley if he's – I mean, he was only the best running back in the league bef- until about playoffs, playoffs, 15, the playoffs the last 14, year. Until yeah. the playoffs last year. So I, I'm anxious to see what happens there. You still got the, all those receivers. You got Goff, you got McVeigh. I like the Rams. I like the Rams in the NFC West. Do they, do they still have C.J. Anderson behind Gurley or
1: who's No, there? he I'm went somewhere
0: sure. else. He went to the Panthers,
1: right? No, oh, right, 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 right. No, no,
2: no. He came from the Panthers. No, he
0: didn't go back. Yeah, there. no. The Lions. No, he's not he's not
2: the, at the Lions. No, he's at the Lions. He's, okay. backing, up uh, he's backing up Carry on Johnson.
0: He's backing up Carry on Johnson.
1: Um. So who's who's uh Gurley's backup? I think that's pretty pertinent to their success this year. Daryl uh, Daryl Henderson, Daryl Henderson, Darryl Henderson Dar- and Malcolm Brown.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I think so. Henderson's a little more of the guys. What I've read. Well,
2: but. yeah. And the Rams are interesting because, like you said, Pops, we we don't know where Gurley's at and if he's ready to go. But do you remember, do, guys? Do you ever remember the days where you weren't all or where you were always ready to go? <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, if you want to increase your performance and get that extra confidence, and we're not talking about on the football field, we're talking about in the bedroom, then listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take these suckers anytime, day or night, on a full stomach or empty, so when the moment comes up, Your Blue Chew is ready (laughs) And since they're chewable They work up to twice as fast as any pill So screw that little blue pill Get this little Blue Chewable And that means you can always be ready Whenever any opportunity arises And if you could benefit from some extra function And more confidence where it counts Blue Chew is the first fast and easy way To enhance your performance Most guys talk a good game But Blue Chew actually helps you follow through Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. I think this pod has a lot of awkwardness just in general between us and our (laughs) lifetime, so we don't have to worry about that with this Blue Chew. And they're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than the pharmacy right now, right this moment, as you're listening to this, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free that is for free,
0: free. and when you oh, use free. our
2: special promo code armchair just pay $5 shipping again that's Blue BlueChew, b l u e c h e w.com i see dad writing down something over there and <laughs> put in the knows, promo yeah. code armchair that's a r m c h a i r and you can try this you can try this for free Blue Chew oh, is free. the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the Just Press Play podcast.
1: Can I, Kevin? Yes. Can I say that you are the king of the Segway? <laughs> like, <laughs> you can Segway from anything <laughs> to anything. This well, is really impressive. I just want that out there.
0: I agree. Well, you are like, maybe, I'm trying to think of an alliteration. He's like the Sultan of Segway or something <laughs> like that. Segway. <laughs> you know, he's good at it. I agree.
1: Well, he's, he's, he might be the ombudsman of Segway too. Well, it's just easy. He Blue, <laughs> He'll Chew, like is
0: just,
2: Blue <laughs> Chew is just it's it's the it's the product that always keeps you up. And one thing that doesn't need that doesn't need to get that doesn't need any any help getting up there is the Browns hype. And let's go to the teams that we are most excited to see. <laughs> I think I speak for pops here. If we go to team you're most excited to watch this year i I'll just let you go are you buying the browns you Is that you your team you're most excited to see yeah yeah, well, yeah I,
0: well I'm number one Cleveland number two Dallas because you never know what you're going to get with Dallas and Cleveland could be like we said earlier it could be amazing to watch or could implode so i I'm, yeah. I'm really interested good bad, or indifferent. I'm interested to see what the browns do
2: I'm. well yeah. actually before I go with mine I want to go l j first l j who's the team you're most excited to see?
1: Well, I mean, uh, besides you know, the Broncos, Hummer, obviously, besides so I'm going to skip that one. Um, I think the Browns are a good one, but I really – I'm just kind of – I want to see what Kyler Murray does. And so I'm really excited to see what he does in that shit show that is Arizona um, because I'm interested to see what his future looks like. He's – he's, uh, I don't know. He's just the player I'm looking he's to watch right now, I mean, and so that makes them the team I'm looking to watch right now. I mean, him, him,
2: him with Cliff Kingsbury, I just – I don't think you have any idea what I that we saw a couple of division games. No clue. I don't think the. I mean, the, I said division. The preseason games. I don't think they're giving us any clue what they're actually going to do, and no. they're going to have some sort of kind of like what if you remember uh, Chip Kelly's first year when he got to the Eagles. That first Monday Night game against the Redskins. All of a sudden, we're like, "Holy crap! Could this work?" The yeah. spread offense really fast. Ended up not. We know where Chip Kelly ended up, <laughs> but I think that this this. Cliff Kingsbury and he has the quarterback that is perfect for his system. Let's see, yeah. can this work in the NFL?
1: I just want to know. And The, the only all, reason I'm down on the Browns is because they cut my boy Damon sheehy Giuseppe. Yeah, um, they did. So they did cut. him. we got, got cut. Pointed in him. He put out a really cool you know. thing
2: on Instagram, thanking the Browns, thanking some of the players. One of the main, it seemed like one of the main players he thought or thought, I guess that's thanked. Um, one of the main <laughs> players he thanked was uh, Odell Beckham Jr. said he was a great role model, great mentor, and he he, he thanked him. As, he said he was a brother. So, but yeah, Giuseppe got cut. Sucks to see, but yeah. maybe, maybe he gets another shot. And I understand why you're down on because that. But well, come on, Browns, let our story, let our let our yeah. movie continue a little longer. Yep.
1: Well, he'll get signed to another team. He'll probably get signed to the Patriots, and then uh, turn and then into be great. An and then LJ's great, not going to so. know what to do because he wants to root yep. for him,
2: but he hates the Patriots. So yep. All right, the team I'm most excited to see this year, and i I've thought about the Browns because I'm with y'all. I, I, same thing we mentioned. Could I could see so much going with him. I could see Odell Beckham all of a sudden having like an 07 Randy Moss year where he has I a quarterback think. that's like actually can get him the ball. But yeah. as, as we said earlier, I could see one or two losses and Odell Beckham ends up with one catch in both games and he can start throwing Baker Mayfoot under the bus. So we'll see. Yep. I'm interested. But the team I'm most excited to watch I think is going to be – and I bet dad feels a little bit of this. The Texans. I want to know what the hell are the Texans doing? Is it going to work? I think they have the quarterback. They got Deshaun Watson. And if they if they're watching close, they just watch the Colts screw over a franchise quarterback with Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. And how and right. uh, if you're Deshaun Watson, you might go mm-hmm. feel that same mm-hmm. route. If they don't, if they don't figure something out in a few years, maybe he go ahead and he goes ahead and retire. So I think the Texans wow. know we need to protect our guy. And they have a guy. And we all we didn't even mention Deshaun or uh, DeAndre Hopkins. They got a guy from throw yeah. two. Yep.
1: Yeah. I and, think the uh, other interesting thing there is that they really need to win some big games soon. They really need to like uh, get that they they've got a limited window since they traded away pretty much every draft pick they had. So and um Yeah, totally you know, agree. And that division's wide open with luck retiring. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Th- yep.
2: They they may have I think it's pretty safe <laughs> to say I think they have the best quarterback yep. in that division. And a lot of times when you're looking at division winners, you just you start you start off with the best quarterback. I mean, besides
1: BDN. Have right.
0: they uh have they picked up a running back? Y'all talked about LaShawn McCoy. Maybe somebody picked him up. I mean, they're in the market for a running back, the Texans. The Chiefs got, got LaShawn McCoy They did pick up McCoy. So what yeah. about has has the Texans done anything? It might just be Duke Johnson. Nope. And and if that's the case, I think Uncle Tony could be pretty happy. <laughs> yeah, but Maybe I just don't sure. think I don't think Duke Johnson's uh a bell cow, a three-down. I mean, he's he's a third-down back for sure. He can catch, and obviously I think he has the most catches in the league of any running back uh, maybe over the last couple of years. Seems like I saw that somewhere, but I just don't think he's in every-down. I don't think he can take the beating. Seems like he's a little um, on the slight side.
1: They picked up someone I do like in Carlos Hyde. They um, did pick up so. yeah, Carlos, Carlos Hyde. but Carlos Hyde's okay,
2: been into five different yep. locker rooms in the past Yeah.
1: Yep, I'm not months, saying, yeah, so. he's not the answer. I do like him, um, and I think that might help with Duke Johnson. They've still got Dante Freeman who did, I mean, okay. Yeah, but they also, they got Deontay
2: Freeman back. They cut him and then brought him back yeah. because they were so hurt at running back. So, I, they haven't really solved it. They did solve the left tackle thing, and they went and got Laramie Tunsil, or at least maybe solved it. And can I, I know we're not quite to this uh part of the season where we do the who we thought they were and, and we get some some Kevin rants. But can I go on a rant real quick? Do y'all, do y'all mind? Yeah. yeah
1: I sure. would love it.
2: It's And it's kind of why the Texans are a team I'm excited to see because I kind of want to see what happens with them. But can I – what the hell are the Texans doing? They got a franchise quarter. They lucked out and traded up. And Deshaun Watson <laughs> has been all that and some. And last year they figured out, oh, crap. At one point I think there was reports that he couldn't fly on the team plane because he was so injured – that he had to take a bus. Wow.
1: No, I didn't and, know that.
2: And they can't protect him. And then, so what do they do? What do they do this offseason to figure out how we can protect our franchise quarterback? Well, I would have, I would be going on this rant about their GM, but actually they don't have a general manager right now. True. Because they fired their GM, Brian Gain, Gain in June, not after he drafted the players that are on the roster and signed their free agents with all their cap room. Then they decided, oh, we're going to fire him. Now's a good time to do yeah. it. And if that wasn't weird enough, they also decided a month later that they were just going to go GM less for the 2019 year and have Bill O'Brien do it. Now let's see how that worked out. Well, the Texans screwed themselves over in the Jadavian Clowney trade by letting the deadline for negotiating long-term deals with tag players. They really couldn't trade them to any team and offer like them to get a big deal with them. So any team trading yep. for Jadavian Clowney now is trading for him for the tag at $16 million, so if they can fit that in their budget, and they can't even guarantee that he's going to be there long term. So it's like a rental. Hopefully it works yeah. out. That's why instead of getting maybe a first or second round pick like the Chiefs did for Frank Clark or the, the Seahawks did for Frank Clark when they trade him to the Chiefs for a first round and a second round next year, they only got a third round pick and Barkevius Mingo from the Seahawks. So they screw themselves over in that trade. And then wait, there's more because the Texans didn't get the O line help that they should have gotten the Clowney trade they went on Sunday, a day later, traded not one, but two first round picks for Laramie Tunsil, who, as we mentioned, is the same guy that put out a video of him on his um breathing apparatus the day of the draft. <laughs> and we don't well, even he know didn't, if, right? well, he, yeah, he didn't. He didn't put the
0: picture out, but we still that's, don't even know how a good he story. is.
2: We still don't know how good he is. And we tra- they they traded two f- two first wow. and, a yeah. second, and, and a second and a second. Wow. Because and it's yep. because it's because they screwed themselves over in the clowny deal, so they never got the tackle they needed. And then they end up with a oh oh crap, we better get a tackle. And that was who was out there and the and the and the dolphins looking to tank, as we mentioned. Like, hell yeah, we'll do that. And then I didn't want to get down the rabbit hole of poor Josh Rosen. If he ever gets in on the on the Ugh. I thought it was bad for him at the Cardinals, if he ever gets in on the Dolphins, they, at one point, there was thought of Josh Rosen could ruin an NFL roster because he's too outspoken. I think the NFL is going to ruin Josh Rosen by yeah. getting him killed yeah. because he and, just yeah. has, he can't play with the poor offensive lineman. So my rant basically is the Texans are idiots. It may work out for them because there's just so much talent on the skill side of those players with Hopkins and if Fuller can stay healthy and Will T. Fuller, T. Yeah. and Duke Johnson and Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt. There's talent, but they there's just – They've squandered it. I think they could easily – they should be a Super Bowl favorite and instead are like,
0: maybe the division winner? Maybe?
1: Yeah. Same yeah. point. In a, in a weak division.
0: In a very weak um, division, yeah.
1: Um, I uh, think I was just – I was just watching something a second ago when they were talking about um, – it actually looks like the reason that the Texans are going GM-less is because they were trying to make a power play to pick up like a Patriots oh,
2: GM or something like that. They wanted Nick uh, Nick Casario, the GM. Of, I think yeah. he's either the GM of the Patriots, like assistant GM. But they tried to do it like they something tried like to that. backdoor it and like steal him from the got, Patriots. And got the Patriots with some tampering charges. Yeah, and the Patriots and were then, like, "Hold on, hold on," and they busted him.
1: Then, then they basically had to go back with their tail between their legs, and now we're living through
0: that right because now. Because they're going like
2: to get, I think they're going to get Casario next year, but now they have to wait if they want that GM that they want. If they want them, yeah, they have to wait now for a year. So they're like, well, we'll just go GM less. So now Bill O'Brien, who is questionable as it is as a coach, He's is a coach, now the coach yeah, right. and the GM.
1: Yep, and it's clearly not working out that way. Well. I just well, and <laughs> GM by committee. I mean, it, if you guys ever heard the phrase that a camel is a horse drawn by committee, um, <laughs> committees are not not necessarily the best at making decisions.
0: Dad, what did he just say? I don't even know what that means. A camel is a horse drawn by committee. Is that what you yeah, said? Yeah, so if you
2: that's what I said. <laughs> okay. okay. So you I guys thought I misheard that. him.
0: I know we heard him right, right? I have no idea, Kev. What the hell does that mean?
1: <laughs> it means like if you take a committee and you're like uh create a horse, well there's going to be some idiot in the back saying, "Well, let's get some let's get some humps." You know, let's get some humps just in case we need uh, something to sit in. And uh, then you got uh, someone else in the back, and it's like let's let's give them just like a, a lot of hair. You want to put like a lot of hair all over them And uh, a committee is never going to be able to make a horse. Uh, horse is something that just had to be. It's okay. I can't believe you guys hadn't heard that. That's hey, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. That okay, LJ. <laughs>
2: Oh, that is like man. a common. You guys, to uh, do. I don't know what the what the listener envisions when when LJ was going through that, but all I could see was like someone falling from a cliff, just grasping for anything he could as he's making this explanation. This
1: is I co- <laughs> I can't believe you guys. So there's nothing I can look up to prove. This is so clearly. So clearly, what the ignorant ass is trying to make me look stupid?
0: I'm gonna so, write that down and look it up later. A camel. <laughs> Is a horse (laughs) pulled by committee, right? Wow. Yeah. Okay.
2: All right. Well, so one thing we've learned, we've learned that the Texans should probably have a GM because they, they, I don't know what they're doing. And also we learned that committees cannot draw or create horses. I forget what exactly (laughs) that saying was, but yeah, we'll go with that. And and the third thing we learned today is that if you're going to bet on any of these teams in in the NFL (laughs) is you got to do it at my bookie. And we mentioned it earlier, We're but at- right now, my bookie—that's M that's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E, and use the promo code CHAIR, and you can get up to $1,000 on your first deposit bonus. You'll double your first deposit if you put that promo code in. So you put in $100, MyBookie will give you an extra $100 to win with, not gamble with, to win with. And wow, you can do that yeah. all the way up to $1,000. MyBookie.ag, put in the promo code CHAIR. All right, we've done a, we've done a ton of NFL talk. And we're we're all pumped for the first week of the season, but LJ, I kind of want to get into. You mentioned something. I, you really just gave us a sentence when we were we were in the group text earlier. So I have no idea where you're going with it. But mu- something about mu- just just music, and it's different now than it has ever been. W- what were you saying earlier in the group text? Yeah. Okay. So um, I set that up really good. If you didn't notice. Yeah, that was that.
1: salt uh, <laughs> uh, the segue right there. <laughs> that gave me too uh-huh. much credit earlier. Yeah, Yeah, you're like the Browns of Segways, I think. You know, there's a lot of potential there, but sometimes. um, (laughs) It implodes. (laughs) (laughs) No, okay. So uh, uh, music, I think, is uh, – music is is completely different than the way that it was back in the, uh, you know, let's say 60s, right? In the 60s or earlier, music was – like if you listen to a recording of something, it was a recording of a moment, like a moment in time, Right. Um, like everybody was standing in a room together, they played this song and they picked whichever take was the best. And so, you know, if, uh, Paul McCartney curses really loud in the background in the best take, well, they just leave that in. Like that's a part of the take. And, uh, and it's this moment of excitement or, um, uh, pensivity or whatever. And, um, nowadays music is, uh, really like the instrumentalists. They, they walk out of the room, uh, a long time before, Um, the song is finished. Like there is a lot of producing that happens. They go through 40 different takes of guitar. I mean, like listen to glass animals and tell me that they just did that live in one take. Like they didn't, it it took some artistry to create that outside of just them playing instruments. And I think that has fundamentally changed the way that like music is viewed. But then the next step to that, I've just realized I didn't realize that you could change music on streaming services um, right now. Like for example, Young Thug had a song come out. Um, he had an album come out and then Good later album. replaced, replaced that uh, one of his songs with uh, the exact same song, but now featuring Machine Gun Kelly. And so if you liked the version without Machine Gun Kelly, that song's like basically gone from the internet. Like you don't get that song anymore. And uh, I think that's like, uh, when I think about like album, like owning an album, it's, it's really neat because like now in, in the modern take of it, because it's what the artist originally put out, like, you know, deadlines and everything happened and they put out this piece of material. And now you can continue changing it like conceivably forever. Like when would you consider um, that an album done? You'd never have to, you can just keep changing it, but they're changing it
2: hopefully for the better. Right. So we're getting better, better music. It's a, it's a living, breathing breathing creature. It's not just a time. And which I guess is also kind of what we're talking about. Like when, when uh, ACDC, had their first big album. That was a time and place. They created it. It was done. Yeah. It was happened. Right. And you know, that's always going to be that time. Whereas now if young Thug could always change his album, it's not a time and place. That's just a, I don't know. Well, okay. Is so here's an for example music, of though? where is I this think this bad? is
1: like a bad thing. Um, if you, uh, are a fan, I know you are Kevin of the Carter three, right? There's a song that you can't get on that album anymore. It's not on any of the streaming services. Which one? Um, I can't remember which, let me well, look. I to. believe it's, uh, uh, it's called something on fire or whatever. Oh, oh um, yeah,
2: yeah. On fire. Uh, I think it's just on fire. That's what
1: it's called. Harder three. Tracklist. You can't um, listen to
2: that. That's a great song on the album.
1: Well, there was a song and I think it was that one. They had to cut off the album because it contained a uh, uh, use of copyrighted material. And so now you have to own that album in physical form to ever hear that song again. And, uh, I mean, it still exists like on YouTube and stuff, but not in like a convenient way to get to it. And so, um, like that I think is like, I understand why that's a necessary thing. Like if you break copyright laws, you shouldn't be allowed to keep making money off of that song, breaking copyright laws. Like, I think that's an important thing to have the ability to do, but it does take away something, right? We'd lose something in the sense that that album can just be missing that song now without any, like this song was supposed to go here. And like you talked about uh, on chances uh, when he put, was it uh, uh, acid rap on Spotify or something like that, where Mm. he had that song, one of the songs he can't
2: play on Spotify, but he said every time this track played, he could donate,
1: which that's one thing because that was like a mixtape and blah, blah, blah. But this is like an album where the song just unceremoniously disappeared. And like, I didn't notice for years that I just like never heard that song again, even though I quite enjoyed it. And, and I don't know. I just kind of hate the idea of like, you know, maybe I liked the first version of that young thugs, young thug song better. I mean, I didn't, I don't, I haven't heard it. Honestly, I don't, I don't know if I would or not, but, um, it's, um, like the life of Pablo, I think women in the uh, Kanye went in with the idea of like, this thing is supposed to change as we go. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to
2: mention when he did that, where he always was changing it up because it's supposed to be a living, breathing creature is what he called it.
1: Right. And I think that's like a fun idea, but I, I think like in the wrong hands, it just means that like. We can keep tinkering. And and one of the things that like um, Malcolm Gladwell talked about on that one podcast is how there are artists that are tinkerers and artists that, you know, you put out a thing and it's the thing. Right, Dad? Yeah, kind of. Yes. I
0: I mean, Um, are you talking about the art where they they were slower or faster?
1: Yeah, basically. Like there's the people that will just tinker. There's the Leonard Cohen's that will tinker forever. Um, And then there's the Jeff Buckley's that will just like throw it out there and uh, write it in 45 minutes or whatever. Yes.
0: Yeah. Picasso and Cezanne. That's what that was. Yeah, that's
1: that's the art. Yeah. Um, And so I but I just I think like that you can endlessly tinker with the song already takes it from a point where like I'm starting to believe that the musicians aren't the artists anymore. It's the producers, but we don't credit the producers as much as we ought to to even going to the point that like you can just kind of change like you you can you lose that moment like that. um, I don't know. There are so many things that like put me in a time and a place and the fact that you can now go back and tweak it, you can just go change Old Town Road in ten years or well, something so, like that. Like so, like it makes me think it makes me trust streaming less. Like I just, hmm. it makes me want to have physical media more. Well, it's
2: interesting what you mentioned because we I, I saw him play this weekend, and all like everybody in the car was like, "This takes me back to lunch fifth grade year." This takes me back to riding the bus to whatever. Like everyone right. has a moment, and so you, you like to hope. We already know as we've mentioned what. <laughs> our memories are changing whether we realize it or not. You'd yeah, like to right. think that music that's, that's bringing that memory up. is the same. It's that same song. Yeah. And if they change a little bit of it, honestly, if I haven't heard it in 10 years, I might not even know. I might think I'm listening to the original version. Yeah. So it, that, I don't know. Part of me sees how this is making music better because we're always creating the best version of each song. But,
1: but that's the thing is like one of the great things about music, like, um, dad, I can say, uh, that I believe it's probably still true that one of your favorite guitar sounds is not like the notes it makes, but just the accident of picking up a string rubbing against a finger. Oh like, yeah. Kind yeah. Of, yeah, Yes. And yes. I think like by like being able to perfect everything all the time, you lose a little bit of the magic that is music. Hmm. And, um, uh, I, th- I think that leaving in the mistakes can make the song, um, More often than break the song. I mean, if the song gets broken, it's because it wasn't written well, usually, not that a mistake got recorded. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I I feel like we lose something when we have the ability to perfect everything. Like, imperfections are what make the world beautiful, in my opinion.
0: Mistakes make the world beautiful. I like I like that imperfections are what make the – I'm totally with you on that. And 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 I, you're particularly where you rub the string. Sometimes when you're picking an acoustic guitar and it's it's a song that that just makes the song. I I, yeah. I, I know that he didn't necessarily intend to do that, the artist he or she. But it's still, but I it makes it, it real. It's it the little. The song. It's it's Bob. Uh, what's the artist? It's his little tree. You know, it's his happy little accident. Bob. Uh, right, Bob Ross. Bob yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ross. Um, yeah.
1: And and yeah, and I think that's like it. It still like when you have those mistakes, it can take you into the moment that it was recorded as opposed to when you don't have those mistakes, you know, you have a song, uh, we talked about it almost a year ago, the middle, right. Uh, by Zed and whoever. Um, and that song is like awesome and fun, but like it, you don't, you never feel like you're in a moment with these people. Like you never feel like you're in the studio with them or in a stadium with them. You're just like, uh, listening to their work. Whereas, yeah, those, those little mistakes make or break your ability to, to feel there. And, and, and one with, you know, the artist with, Prince making his music or whoever mm-hmm. uh, third eye blind and motorcycle drive by how there you can feel.
0: Um, I've so. never thought about that, but I totally agree with you. I think that is a very interesting perspective. And I would say something you said earlier, I think all music should be able to be reproduced live, you know, if, if, and I guess you could have, you know, been doing synthesizers, you could have multiple people playing different synthesizers and stuff. Um, but I guess like the more, non-electronic generated medium i'm not saying i don't like the electronic generated yeah. medium like glass animals i mean i think they're a right. little more synthesized I yeah. i like uh i like bob seger better or i like uh peter Frank. vampire weekend you know vampire weekend which which there's certainly some imperfections in their song which in their yeah. songs which are perfect i really enjoy yeah, yeah. And and I noticed too something else you said. I I really like to own physical media, and I don't uh, ingest my music like I used to. I used to buy CDs yeah. or I bought albums, and those were mine, and that was a piece of history. And I remember when I bought it, and I remember kind of yeah, it was just a thing. And now reading I, the
1: liner notes, I know that's one of your favorite things to do. One of my favorite things to
0: do. Sweet. And so now, if I want to read about an artist, I do it on Spotify or yeah, have, Wikipedia or Wikipedia. Yeah. So yeah. I miss reading a good ladder. I just really well, miss it is, that.
1: It, it's also the magic of going to your collection and, and thinking, what do I want to listen to instead of just throwing on a playlist that's curated for your tastes or whatever, like the, the, the act of picking, I think that's like, the thing is like, I think vinyl is like provably not as good as digital media. Um, as far as like the technical, I mean, it's just not as clear and beautiful. Um, as the potential of digital media. But what it does have is this like moment where you have to go to your stack of records and pick which one you mm-hmm. want to listen to based on your mood. Instead of some machine telling you that you're in the mood for Fleetwood Mac, you have to decide you're in the mood for Fleetwood Mac. And I don't know, there's something beautiful about so that. So are you saying
2: like that. that I should not throw out my CDs?
0: Because I've heard, I've had, yeah. I've
2: heard conversations. With people going, "I don't know what to do with my CDs. I have so many." I'm not but throwing I,
0: mine out yet. I I know Tammy would like me to get rid of mine. I'm not. I'm holding on to them. I'm just well,
1: and one day it that like I I agree with you, Dad. I think like what I have now, I I'm more into holding on to than I was six months ago. Like six months ago, it's like I don't I don't care. It's just taking up space. Um, but right now there's like this desire to have that ability, even though I don't ever really use it. Um, but, but I think in like 20 years, the, it, it we're going to be saying like, it'll sound the same, like you should hold to your CDs as like, you should hold to your wax cylinders. Like they are just going to be a dead media that we just don't use anymore. Um, and so there's no use to have. Yeah.
2: But even, even know. if, even if you don't use your CDs, like if, like you said, like it's possible that it happens, but it's also possible, like we talked about with vinyls
0: where they become like they kind of
2: there's they they come back up in popularity yeah, but still you
1: sure
0: like like dad has behind him. i know the, the I was listeners talking about yeah like, because i've got album covers behind me is yeah like art, even if i don't know.
2: use those cd's as to listen to i can make something out of it you know like, i can make that a cool yeah. ass decoration for my game room or yeah whatever room and even kind of like dad does with that bookshelf if you have a bunch of cd's you can make your whole wall like your collection of cd's with different yeah. like shelves or something i, I, I if i was if someone asked me, I wouldn't throw them out if I were you, just because, like, like you said, LJ. Now I can't go on Spotify. I might not even realize that I couldn't listen to that. I think it's playing with fire—is what it's actually called. But a song on—let me Carter make sure. 3. I really
1: want to know. I want to and, let people know what it is.
2: Well, it's you might. I think that might be it because I remember when the album came out. That was one of my favorite songs on the album. I thought it was just interesting, and and, yep. and, and the chorus is what I really like, which is probably what they can't use because I bet they don't have the, the rights to it or something. But. I forgot about that song because I bet it's never on there when I go to Spotify and listen to it. And I just, yeah. it just now it just got out of my memory because I don't see it. And now I have, like, as soon as we get done, I'm probably going to YouTube because I want to hear that song now. Cause I just feel like I haven't heard yeah. it in a decade.
1: Yeah. Uh, you haven't. I mean, uh, they got sued f- over, uh, playing with fire in 2008, which is, I believe the summer the album came out, maybe the summer before that. I don't know. Well, um, but it was one of those summers. So it was pretty quickly and yeah it's uh it's actually having to do with it sounding too similar to the Rolling Stones uh play with fire, and so um yeah, that song hadn't been on probably Spotify since Spotify was invented, Wow, um, well,
2: yeah, and it's funny because that we talked about memories like I have a distinct memory if, if Jordan or Davy are listening to this, they know we would spend some times up in Jordan's room on his big stereo system, we'd play the Carter three, and mm-hmm. that song was when we always like when that one came on, we turned it up a little bit more, you know it was just our jam,
1: yeah. And, and I just I don't know I hate the thought that someone can go in and change something that means something to you like music is so inherently emotional and intrinsic and like like songs can mean more than the event that you tie them to and uh, the fact that someone can go in and just change that it feels like you can edit my memory. It almost feels like emotions. there
2: should be some kind of thing on the song when you click to play it like this is different than the original version, right? You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because it's just like we talked
2: about it's I mean totally different in a way but like same what we talked about with deep fakes where you don't know what's true and what's not like now I don't know if I'm listening to the original version of this song the song I fell in love with when I was whatever years old you know.
1: Well, and the only reason that I know about this uh, uh, Young Thug thing happening is because they added a feature to it. If they didn't add a feature to it and they just decided to edit the song, I might not ever know. Like, And then you're like, was my memory it.
2: wrong? Like, we talked about the memory. I could be like, oh, I, this is different than what I remember it, but I must be off. I yeah. must be forgetting.
1: And so who knows? That might happen a lot. You might have somebody come in and tweak it and say, you know what? The vocals were a little low in the mix in this song or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe what I'm saying is we're poised for another band like Wilco to come out or Mumford and Sons to like uh, bring us back to this, like more acoustic. I think, you know, it's the pendulum swinging. We keep going more and more uh, electronic and digital. And then we swing back to more and more. We record, you know, on a tape player with acoustic instruments and just swing back and forth, back and forth like that. And so I guess somebody's probably coming with that new uh, old sound sometime in the next year or so, I would bet. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Well, yeah. That it's something I haven't really thought about, but it is interesting that you bring yeah, it up. Yeah, it I, I will say for uh, uh, what we're since we're talking music, that kind of segues easily into a what we're listening. I don't know if we we hadn't, we didn't talked about this before, so I don't know if we have a full what we're listening to for you this week. But I do have something I have to throw out there to you guys, and it's okay. it's kind of a guilty pleasure because I I first right. I first listened to it to make fun of it. Taylor Swift's new album. <laughs> it's not bad. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's okay. not bad. Noted. Like Noted. it's 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 interesting. It's kind of kinda of getting back to old Taylor Swift, but still like the newer stop new new old. I mean, a little <laughs> bit. But it's I don't know, it was good. I, I enjoyed the album. I listened to it once all the way through and then a few times just some of the hits and it it's not bad. I'm, I'm kind of I'm kinda of digging it. Yeah. Cool. L, cool. do you have I know I don't know for sure if Pops has
1: one, but do you have a what we're listening to for this week? I do you uh first i wanted to update um that i haven't stopped looking for that awesome lobby music um from (laughs) like a year ago long time listeners if if
2: if you catch the reference and you've been with us for a while and shout out to you
1: yeah um so that's still not dead eventually i'm gonna figure out what that song was i did find this morning i went to go looking for it and i decided to try to listen to the little crappy recording of it i have and that's been since deleted so now the song only exists vaguely in my mind. Oh so boy. it's going to be a lot harder to find. And that's but a scary place. It. Yeah, but I will mm. find it like I, I will not give up on that. So just uh, worth mentioning. And uh, the other thing is I found this playlist, particularly there's this one song on this playlist called Yas, Y-A-S, and it's by uh, Polyphia featuring a handful of people. Um, and it is it's a really cool instrumental song. Um, I found it on this playlist called uh, Instrumental Madness, which is just like kind of chaotic. But this song's really got some cool uh, recording techniques used and then, uh, you know, digital effects. It's kind of a combination of the two styles that we were just talking about a second ago. Um, And I just it's a really interesting little banger. So
0: that's that's what I'm listening to.
2: All
0: right. Pops, do you have anyone you know, I don't really have anyone, but what LJ was saying made me think of something. You And, and you, one day this song, you will hear it somewhere else and you'll be going like, bam, that's that's that song, that elevator song, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what you're talking about, the song you can't remember, but it was really cool. Well, right. I, I love hearing those songs that you kind of forgot you liked. You know, you hear a song, yeah. you remember how much you liked it like. And so that made one come to mind the other day. And that was Return of the Mac, and I can't remember who sings Return of yeah. the Mac, but um, you know I heard it and I was just return like, uh, the Mar- Mac. Mark, Mark, uh, Mark, make Mark, something. Sounds right. Let me look. Um, it's not a guy's name. Mark you Morrison. Really know. what is it? Mark Morrison. My- Mark Morrison. But you know you hear Return of the Mac, and it's just like, oh yeah, I forgot I like that song. So so shout out to those kind of songs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah.
2: Speaking of, uh, there's a song uh, that's been kind of circulating through the social media here recently because it's the first of September, and I don't know the name of it. I think it's a song called "It's September," but it's a Marvin Gaye. Is that the song? There's like a really cool music video, and it's like "It's September," and then like the song starts. I do y'all know what song? Earth Wind and Fire. Earth Wind and Fire. I think you're talking about Earth Wind and Fire. Was Earth Wind Earth Wind and
0: Fire? Yeah. Real gro- Yeah, it's, it's a great song. A, it's a great song. Super groovy. Great. Song. And then
2: like the music video was like almost trippy. Like if I would have if I would have not been sober watching the music video, it would have really thrown me off. Yeah, it's it was, a lot of
0: colors, isn't it? A lot of yeah. colors and like bell bottom pants and stuff. <laughs> yes, like that. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. very seventies. Yeah. If yeah. I would not Earth, have been Earth, stone cold sober
2: <laughs> on a Sunday morning watching it, I would have been a little confused <laughs> and the room would have started spinning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah oh what a good band What a good, a good band! yeah I, i'm glad you brought them up earth wind and fire is a good shout out
2: yeah so they'll, yeah. they'll get on they'll get on the show notes just to have just to have that music video because if you hadn't seen it or you hadn't seen it in a while it it was it was cool it was really cool and the song is just awesome
1: <laughs> that's a great song yeah
2: all right i think that'll wrap up i mean i know it was a heavy heavy nfl pod but it's a big time nfl starting back up and it's i know we're all pumped here on on the jpp pod uh Dad, I, we don't do a ton of college football talk, but I did want to throw out there as, we, as we we're parting. It wasn't great to see the, our, our Hogs have a, a really way too tight a game in Portland State, but yep. it was. there's no, there's nothing better than seeing the Tennessee Volunteers pay Georgia State $950,000 to come <laughs> oh, to Jim Neyland Stadium. And lose as a 24-point
0: favorite. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. Wow. Oh, and there's nice. a video
2: of the Georgia State coach after the game. And like He does, like, a, a, a normal, like, team speech or whatever. He's like, we played great. I'm so proud of you, blah, blah, blah. And then at the very end, he's like, but first – Tennessee needs to give me my money.
1: <laughs> they ain't no volunteers.
2: <laughs> and it was, it was so great. Like, if I could see anybody have to pay someone a lot of money to come beat them in their own stadium, I hate for it to be Tennessee. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that ugly-ass orange color on their jersey and seeing them lose. It was great.
0: <laughs> wow. I hear some Tennessee hating going on. And I'm just here. not
2: a big Tennessee fan. I think they're always overhyped, and they've never been that good, at least since I've been alive. I know they had some glory years. And it was just it was great to see them lose, and especially they
1: did pretty well when they had a Manning kid. But since uh, then, they haven't done much. I heard they had a Manning kid one at one time.
0: It was it's been a while. Mm -hmm. It's been a while. (laughs) So of the orange teams that your beloved, our beloved, somewhat Razorbacks go up against, you would do you dislike Tennessee more than UT than Texas? (sighs) Ugh.
2: That's tough because I probably, <laughs> if I knew more Tennessee fans, it'd probably be Tennessee number one. But since I know so many Texas fans, and I'm sure Texas fans say the same about Arkansas fans, right, and
1: I get they, it. No, they don't. They don't care about you. Texas, yeah, the right elevator. elevator.
0: <laughs> we care about Texas. Texas doesn't give a flying flip yeah. about Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> We're gnat on their ass is the way they act. You know. Yeah. Well, I just.
2: Texas fans always... They've been back for 10 years, so I kind of... I love to see Texas lose probably more just because it's so fun trolling Texas fans because they get so (laughs) mad so fast. They do get worked (laughs) out. But, But... Tennessee actually matters more, I think, to me because we play them more often and they're actually in our conference. So, yeah. I think I dislike yeah. them the most. I'd rather beat – them. Well, no, I'd rather beat Texas. Beating them in the Texas Bowl when we shut them out was, was probably fun. one of the
0: best wins. <laughs> that was fun. One,
2: one of the best non-actual like actual bowl games that matter wins that I've ever experienced as an exactly. fan.
0: <laughs> yes. And those so, have been few and far between. That might say. have been it. That might have been it it <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh man yeah are, uh, the, the other ones i, I remember is to missing a game missing a kick against someone in the liberty bowls and we end up losing I, yeah. we don't have to go on yeah. on battle yeah. Yeah, we can just <laughs> skip that uh, <laughs> that'll do it for another week of the just press play pod as always you can catch us on our website at jpppod.com where we post show notes and what we're listening to and all everything else we talk about or you can find us on facebook or twitter and make sure if you're going to be betting on any games this year, you're doing it over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code. Do you remember LJ? Chair, chair, chair.
0: no, armchair. No, no it's was just chair. It's just chair, chair, and it's armchair. I remember you, it too. you yeah. You spelled it c h a i r. You said you said like c h a i r, and I thought that's misspelled. <laughs> you know, with the way well, you well, did it. I did too. It. It I did too. Soon funny. Funny. As you did that. It, it so when funny. you're gambling,
2: when you're gambling, you're putting the promo code chair. And when, and, when we're spelling, winning, we're and when you're swelling, we're gambling. And when you're wanting to get up out of that chair, you're going over to bluechew.com and put in the promo code armchair for the moment. Whenever the moment Good rises, Blue Chew is there for you. Just go to bluechew.com and put in the promo code armchair. All right. That'll do it. Another week in the books. We'll be back for week two, week one recap of the NFL season next week. That'll do it. Peace out. Peace. Peace. All right, so you don't want my third favorite? Oh shit! And we're back! And we are back because we don't have to do I, one every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of love them. No, we're back. If you already turned off the pod, shame on you. Because we have LJ's third week. What what are we calling it? The third your 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 third my most third favorite, favorite
1: social science term? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> this one, LJ, is one I don't have a segue for. So you just
1: just take it away. <laughs> okay my third favorite social science term i feel weird that we do this every week like i i enjoy it but it is kind of a weird choice i think Um, it's like a cool little twist i don't know if we've talked about this before but my third favorite is the imposter syndrome does that does that mean anything to you guys i've been called an imposter before but no i don't know this i guess so the imposter syndrome is something that most people i believe deal with in that uh when you uh when well okay so i am a sound designer right that is correct and I think of myself as like a not good sound designer and I'm just waiting for the day that everybody else in the world figures that out and I stop getting jobs. And this is a very common feeling, especially with people around my age. um, And I think especially around among people that are artists, but it it really can apply to just about anybody. And it it comes from allegedly um, the unquantifiable nature of like what your skill set is. And then the reason that it's not true is because like, I think of myself as a bad sound designer because over the 10 years I've been doing it, I've met people that know some things better than I do, but then you realize that you've been doing it for 10 years. And so it's, uh, kind of hard to say that you don't know what you're doing at all anymore, but it's pretty common for people to think eventually everyone's going to figure out that I'm crap at this job and, uh, and I'm going to be blacklisted from my work or whatever. Um, and that's
0: the imposter syndrome. You know, can I say something to that? Because I think when you get good at your job is when you're comfortable with what you don't know. And there is there is that time frame that you're talking about to where you're like, oh, shit, I should know this. I can't believe I don't know this. And when you get comfortable with what you don't know, then then you're okay. Then you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think
2: that was I mean, we're going back to Socrates was the guy that said the smartest person in the room is always the person that actually knows that they don't know certain things about the topic. You yeah. know what I mean? Like anybody yeah. who just makes up stuff because they don't want to admit that they don't know is actually not the smartest one. And the smartest one's person yeah. that can go, no, actually, I don't know. Please tell me because I don't yeah. know the answer to this.
0: But I think yeah. there's a feeling though, aren't there sometimes where you're, you're like, I don't know, you're anxious. Cause you think I should know this. I've been in this business 10 years. I should know that. Yeah. And, and you just exactly. feel anxious. I mean, so then you don't want to ask a question and act like you don't know something. You don't want to ask a dumb question. Right. Or especially even even if they're like, so there, for example, there are times in
1: shows where I'm finding I'm getting a lot of feedback and I can't figure out why I'm getting so much feedback out of these mics. I've tried everything that I know how to try, and I'm still having this problem. And in that moment, I feel like, God, maybe I'm just terrible at this job. Like maybe uh, I've never known what I was doing and I've just gotten lucky for, you know, nine years. And uh, and I think that that's kind of the thing is like. You know, sometimes it's, you you don't want to like call somebody or, and you can't ask your director like, or tell them, I have no idea what the problem is. So you have to come up with something or, you know, whatever to try to, you just got to keep coming up with solutions to try. But yeah, it's exactly what you're saying, dad, where you just, you don't know what you don't know, but you know that you don't know it and, and people have a hard time with that. And
2: you're so right on the whole, like, I think a lot of people go through the imposter syndrome where they just think. I just, just I hope no one else figures out that I suck at what I'm doing. Like you just, because we yeah. always downplay I got ourselves. All yeah, yeah, we all we always yeah. downplay our like how good we are at whatever we're doing. Whether you're drawing a piece of art or like a design, like a web designer or whatever you do, you just you think you're not that great. For some reason, we usually downplay ourselves, and we're just like, I hope no one else figures out that I've just lucked myself into. Even if you've been there for 20 years, you're like, I don't want someone to figure out that I've just been hiding well, this flaw and
1: they, it kind of ties into what we talked about my second favorite social science term the dunning kruger effect how um the things that you the don't social know, science kn- corner with lj <laughs> <laughs> if you if you know something um at a little bit then you then you're also more aware of the things you don't know which means you know if you don't know anything you don't know the things you don't know like you don't know how little you know about something and so like a really really crappy sound designer would go in with all sorts of confidence and not feel the imposter syndrome. Yeah. Whereas a decent sound designer will just feel the imposter syndrome oftentimes because they know how little they know compared to other people that they look up to or whatever. So, huh? Um, yeah. Hmm. So well,
0: that was number three. That was number that was three. Number, that was number three. That okay. was
2: number three. And if you want to catch any of uh, any of LJ's other his top two favorite social <laughs> science theories, you can find them on
1: the other episodes. We have them at the end of I think the past. Two episodes or the, the past? Well, I, I wasn't on one in between. Uh, okay. So uh, if you just want to skip the one with Tony on it, which I would suggest anytime. I'm just <laughs> kidding, actually. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, two out of the last three have have uh,
0: <laughs> like whack a mole over here. Bam. bam.
2: <laughs> Either way, you should just what you should do is go ahead and subscribe and download every single yep. podcast and listen to them all. And if you're not listening, yep. just just play them and turn the sound all the way down in your phone so that you played through it all the way through what
0: (laughs) is this something like a camel in a committee or what is that (laughs) I don't know
1: I'm telling you that's a saying that's going to be my my fourth favorite (laughs) I do feel
2: like there should be like like a little drop we have for LJ where it's like and now we have social science with someone that has no prior knowledge in social science besides
1: Wikipedia (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good that's pretty accurate i think like We're the next baby. thing should be too is like if i come up with one then you guys have to like try to tell me what it means before i explain Ooh. what i think it means
2: mm, that could be interesting. That's interesting so like good, i, I would have thrown out
1: the imposter syndrome and then you guys both have to tell me a definition of the imposter syndrome without having looked it up i think that'd be fun it's mm. like using
2: a sentence <laughs> I, I give
1: you, yeah I give you how it works
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, that could be good. I, I think that could be fun.
1: Well, I don't have a fourth one locked and loaded, but I bet you by next week I could. So <laughs> I, um,
2: I can't no. wait till that text on Sunday afternoon that I'll just like, <laughs> Fourth social science theory in the, in in the bag. bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it. Another week. Peace. Peace. Peace.